A gentle river runs along the bustling city of Timor. Clean water is drawn from the river to fill the aquifers of the fields and clay drinking cups in each home. The sturdy current washes away the filth and debris that comes with a large city. Cool mists accompany the body of water and placate hot summer days. One day, someone draws water from a well in the north end of the city, as they have done all their life. But this time, they become violently ill and die. With confusion and sorrow, the city folk carry on until another falls victim after drinking from the same well. And then another. With haste, the well is sealed and placed under guard for the protection of the nearby neighborhoods. Those who have used this water source regularly are directed elsewhere for the time being, but this comes, perhaps, too late, as others who have already partaken of the well grow sick. Tensions rise throughout the city as rumors flit about faster than a hummingbird's wings. Blame is quickly assigned to rival city-states, the gods above, and any conspiracy the imagination can conjure. This only worsens as one by one, every well in the city claims the lives of good people. As a precaution, the aquifers are drained and dismantled. The city is placed under a strict curfew and a small collection of guards maintain careful watch over each of the now sealed wells. Anxiety wafts from every window and door as the people of the city cry out for answers, turning in their uncertainty against their leaders, against their long-standing rivalries, and finally, against one another. They begin to lash out against one another and draw protectively within their own domiciles. The once thriving and vibrant markets are silent, dusty, and bare. Where once the wharf held the deafening roars of sailors hard at work, there is now only the haunting creaks and moans of ghost-like ships. The streets lay empty, though every window holds jittery eyes that watch suspiciously from behind their cold locks. Days become weeks. Anxiety becomes paranoia and aggression. The city sits upon a precipice, awaiting a stiff breeze that will send it hurtling over the edge and into the unfathomable darkness. Or so it seems. A young girl strolls along the wharf. It used to be a crowded and dangerous place, but not lately. The girl searches through barrels long emptied by other similar scavengers until, to her surprise, a woman steps into view further down the dock. This stranger wears the gleaming armor and tabard of a paladin, and she carries a simple travel sack slung over her shoulder. The paladin takes in the wharf, looking perturbed at the hollowness of her surroundings. With a determined gait, she sets off deeper into the city, with the young girl following close behind. The paladin hastens to the center of the city, which holds the town square in a magnificent, many-layered fountain, now dry and empty. The travel bag relaxes from the armored shoulder and dangles dismally as the woman stares into the choked fountain. The young girl gently approaches from behind, until they are barely an arm's distance apart. The girl, in awe, reaches a hand toward the intricate designs woven into the tabard. She freezes just shy of the bright material when she sees a small group approaching from across the square. Glancing over her shoulder, she sees another meager crowd approaching from the direction she had come. Eyes from each group lock onto one another. Their shoulders visibly tighten as everybody waits for a catalyst. Terrified. The young girl reaches out once more, this time grabbing tight to the paladin's tabard and tugging. The tall warrior turns, looking down upon the girl who asks her softly what to do. 
Just as softly, the woman replies, Be still. A sense of danger persists from every direction, building higher and higher as the two tense crowds near. The girl and the woman are set directly between. The air feels as though it is about to snap before the female warrior repeats herself, commanding this time, Be still! A moment as short as a breath, yet lasting longer than a lifetime, stretches before she speaks again. You who are my countrymen, remember your patriotism. You who are my neighbors, remember your community spirit. You who are my friends, remember that you to me are family. Remember who you are. You are my brothers and my sisters. In this time of uncertainty, be still instead of acting selfishly and rashly. The paladin steps up onto the retaining wall of the fountain and continues. For those without the gift of peace to remain still, I urge you to take up your other gifts. I beg of you, look not unto yourselves. Look to your left and look to your right. To either side of you there are not phantoms rising from the depths, they are your own kin who are in need. Will you not help them? With that, the paladin steps down heavily and retrieves from her pack all the rations contained within. Then, kneeling before the young girl, she sets the food into the young girl's hand and says, So, now I must ask you, what will you do? Staring at the food, the young girl realizes she is holding more food than she has seen in the last week. Her stomach roars, and for a moment she is overcome, drawing the food close, but stops. Hands trembling. She takes in a deep breath, and for just a moment, she is still. And so too is the world around her. Then she lets it go. She releases the breath and tears apart the rations, pulling them into chunks, and starts handing out, piece by piece, bread and food to the bewildered and shocked strangers around her. The young girl has just about given all of the food away before she is finally refused and told to eat what remains. With a proud smile, she turns toward the fountain, hoping to see approval shining in the paladin's face. But the woman is gone. When the girl asks about, she is met with blank or confused stares from the crowd who seem to have no recollection of the proud warrior who had just stood in their midst. A new community was born that day, and though the blight persisted, now so too did the people as they stood side by side with one another. In time they outlasted this hardship and worked to restore the beauty of their city which was made all the stronger by the newfound strength within their hearts. Hi, my name is DJ. I am a postmodern bard. I have been working diligently with a group of close friends to create a fun and uplifting channel full of kids' bedtime stories, bright fantasy tales, and much more. While normally we will strive to entertain and to escape into these fantastic worlds, I wanted to encourage everyone to take some time to be still. Uh, during this time when many of us are worried, uncertain, and maybe even scared. I also want to empower the paladin that lives within all of us, because while there aren't knights in shining armor anymore, there is a noble fighter in each of us. And I beg of you, look to your left and look to your right and share your gift 
whatever it may be. Mine is storytelling, and while we're quickly being disconnected from the things that we turn to in these times, like the arts, sports, local venues, hangouts, and all of these different things, I wanted to do my part to help, and I cannot wait to continue to share my love of community and stories with all of you. So until next time, I pray and I work towards better times at your side, uh, with all the love that I possess. I am DJ Click, and I am a postmodern bard. <laughs>